We're moving in a new direction, moving forward and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bachelor Rush Hour. It's your boy, Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. This is a soft launch for the podcast known as Bachelor Rush Hour. As you guys have probably heard, because you're here, we're going to launch on November 1st. We're going to have content that is unique and original to the audio world of podcasting. Plus, I'm going to play some clips of the day's YouTube videos. Now, not every video. Uh, I had a video earlier today that we made on YouTube of Victoria Fuller trashing her Airbnb. There was a comment left on a uh, Airbnb post that she stayed in last fall saying they left wine everywhere. It was a mess. The towels were stained, this and that. That's just one of those clips that needs to be watched on YouTube because we ended up watching a bunch of TikToks of other Airbnbs that have been destroyed. So not exactly the type of content I'll put on the podcast, but in this video, we've got uh, several different stories, both in the Bachelor world and outside the Bachelor world. Sadly, breaking the news that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin have filed for divorce. So I'll share that video with you guys, just the audio, you know, you're listening here. So just the audio of that. And then also we've got a clip from the She's All Batch podcast where they interview Ben Higgins and also they discuss Lace as Bachelorette. Can you imagine that? Lace for Bachelorette. So the goal here is to create rush hour content, which can be anywhere from 20 to 40 minute long videos, just enough to get you safely home from work or taking the brat, I mean kids, to soccer or whatever it is you're doing out there. Some people enjoy going to sleep with some of the content that they hear. Here, that's fine too. We'll read you a bedtime story, whatever it is we can do to make your commute more enjoyable. Uh, some non-Bachelor news, which I'm not going to make a video about. And by the way, I'm so excited that I can make content for you guys that's not Bachelor related specifically because, you know, with the YouTube algorithms, uh, you have to be very specific with content and, uh, you know, it kind of limits us in certain ways that I think the podcast might not. But um, comedian I met several years ago named Chris Red. He, I met him at a comedy show here in Los Angeles. He was hot on the scene in, uh, in uh, Chicago. He has since been a longtime member, I guess probably the last four or five years, of Saturday Night Live. Well, Keenan Thompson, of course, who's been on Saturday Night Live forever, his ex-wife is now dating Saturday Night Live co-star Chris Redd. And after Keenan and his ex-wife filed for divorce three months ago. Well, that's interesting enough, but... Yesterday, it's been reported that Chris Red was attacked at a comedy club, The Cellar, which is known as one of the best comedy clubs in the world, uh, and he was sucker punched. And not, I'm not saying it was by Keenan Thompson, but pretty scary times uh, that uh, co-workers, comedians Chris Red and Keenan Thompson are involved in a nasty, I mean, you know, comedy is supposed to be fun, but boy, it can get personal. And, uh, this isn't exactly your, uh, you know, good for, for, uh, uh, for working, uh, cohesively together late into the night. I would not want to be in the Saturday night live writer's room 
right about now. Maybe they'll address it, maybe they won't, but very interesting story. And what else do we have going on in the non-Bachelor world? You know, it's actually been a pretty quiet day. I've only made two Bachelor videos. I might make a third. Uh, I, I, I haven't made this video yet because as we're recording this, it's actually... 1 p.m. West Coast time. So you're you're going to be literally getting this video immediately right off the press. But very interesting things happening. Gabby Windy, of course, the co-bachelorette of 2022's Bachelorette, has been named or nominated for a People's Choice Award. And Rachel Recchia has not. So this is very interesting. Uh, you know, when they talk about uh, not dividing the bachelorettes, we've got Gabby Windy, who's probably got double the Instagram size of Rachel Recchia. And it's not her fault. You know, Gabby's on Dancing with the Stars. She's just been provided some opportunities as she's one of the two bachelorettes that ended her season in love and engaged. Now, a lot of people have asked me if I know any of the behind-the-scenes information regarding... Uh, Gabby and Eric, and if they're still together, it's going to be one of those things. Until they're married, people are going to ask these questions. You know, with Tasha and Zach, people were asking it, Claire and Dale, Dale as old as time, you know. And maybe they're not. Maybe they're not together. What do I know? I don't uh, know anything about that. Um, but anyway, I'm going to get you guys going. Like I said, this is a soft launch, so I'm just trying to work out the kinks, make sure the audio sounds good, give you guys some Friday content. And starting Tuesday on November 1st, we will be full-time. I'm hoping to have a full-time podcast out every single day of the week that can go along with the YouTube videos. If you're a super fan and you say, hey, Dave, what can I do that's the best thing for you? I say, first and foremost, watch the YouTube videos. That's always the best thing you can do. Uh, since you guys are here on the podcast app, if you have an iPhone, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, give us a review, Please make it positive or just if it's not positive, then kindly send me a personal DM, but don't mess with this algorithm, please. Uh, and also hit the follow button. You know, I, I've been out of the podcast game for a while here, but on Apple, podcasts used to be you hit the subscribe button, but it looks like they've moved over to a follow button. You can do the same thing if you're listening over at Spotify. You can hit the follow button there or whatever it is, wherever it is you listen to podcasts. Uh, what I'm excited about, and I'll be happy to share with you guys the algorithm, the analytics of all this, is I'm excited to see how podcasting will add to my company's revenue stream moving forward in 2023. The whole, I mean, this is a soft launch for the podcast, which starts November 1st, but also the November 1st launch is really like a soft launch for 2023. This is a way for me to get ahead of my New Year's resolutions and try to get some sort of streamline, you know, uh, workflow going so I can manage to do all this. You know, it can be difficult to make three, four, five videos a day, private live streams, and now tack on a podcast. I have kicked the can down the road long enough where I haven't wanted to do this. Uh, but now that we're here, I really do look forward to uh, being able to tell some longer stories, being able to share with you guys about my day, and being able to connect in a way that eh, doesn't always work on camera on YouTube. So I want to thank you guys again from the bottom of my heart. If you have any Bachelor Facebook communities or Instagram following, if you have any of those sort of places where you have a little bit of a platform and you want to share 
uh, with your audience that we have a new podcast, by all means, definitely tag me on Instagram at dneals. And the podcast is available in all of its forms on Linktree, which is a link in my bio. Or basically, you can just search Bachelor Rush Hour wherever you listen. Of course, you guys know that. You are here. So I've got my two videos for you. Uh, Here is my first video that I made today, just the audio only. I'm going to clip out the beginning and, you know, ending and we can get jump right into it. So here's uh, here's uh, a couple clips from the She's All Batch podcast. All right. So I'm going to share with you this conversation that the She's All Batch ladies had, uh, Stephanie and Jackie, uh, regarding uh, the potential to have Lace as the Bachelorette. Uh, But first, let's hear what they had to say with Ben Higgins on their podcast. Of course, go check out the whole thing. They've got a link tree, too, on their Instagram. So you can go follow their Instagram to get all of the content, podcasts, YouTubes, this and that. But have a listen. I was never asked to go on Paradise. I was asked to be the Bachelor again. (gasps) And you said no? What? What? As if saying what wasn't enough, we needed to do some sort of uh, uh, wax on, wax off here. I love the reactions. You know, the first time around when the tagline was the perfect bin, mm-hmm. it set me up for failure. There's really no way, way but down. I didn't want to put myself in that situation again or my family. But you were single when you were watching RE season. Were you like, man, that could have been the girls I dated? Definitely. When you're being like, man, I could have. I, I wonder, you know, like you're, you're just like, I wonder how this would have gone. I so the fact that contestants don't want to do it a second time just goes to show how much it sucks. It's like, imagine if someone was like, oh, you want to travel the world? Yeah. You want $150,000? Yeah. You want another six figures worth of endorsements and more celebrity? Yeah. You want to go on The Bachelor again? No, no, no. I don't want to go on The Bachelor again. Clearly, it's a mind flip. I wonder if this could have gone well for me. I wonder if the ifs of this were... You know, even then I felt like pretty confident that I made the right decision. All right. So you can go check out this full podcast episode for She's All Batch. We really love what they do. They they, they do a good job of providing information, but also they, they give you the fangirl experience. So speaking of the fangirl experience, here is them discussing the sort of DMs that they're in uh, with the uh, contestants. And in this case, Lace and what Lace had to say about maybe becoming the next bachelorette now right before i play this i will share let's see lace is over here she was on this season of the bachelor uh in paradise of course uh but she kind of comes from like the golden heyday of bachelorette which was like what three four five years ago this is when bachelor i'm sorry not uh, this is when the bachelor was like in its heyday she all she also did bachelor in paradise uh last year and um they they broke up this article's from this year kind of like refreshing uh, let's see, when was she on the past? Uh, let's see. Bachelor Nation may remember Lace, who originally appeared on Ben Higgins' season, and Grant, who competed for Bachelor at JoJo Fletcher, falling fast on season three of Bachelor in Paradise, which aired in 2016. So she was on Bachelor in Paradise in 2016. So that means she's she's been in the game for a good half-plus uh, decade. I was going to say century. Uh, no, that's Claire. Uh, after getting matching grace tattoos, the pair got engaged during the finale. The past 24 hours have been a whirlwind of emotions. I came here not knowing what to expect. So they got engaged, and then they uh, moved in together. They ended things too months after the finale aired so look i mean this is the this is the world of bachelor it works fast but would she be willing to be the bachelorette let's have a listen to the she's all batch podcast all right so what would you rate these past two episodes yeah we gotta dive on into this recap i will rate them i don't fucking know it's really hard to rate them like sevens each really yeah i don't know i I, I i'm willing to give these 8.5 
Wow. I think these are the two best episodes. Yeah, it was better than my dive, I guess. I think these are the two best episodes we've seen thus far this whole season. Okay. I'm partial to, like, Lace's birthday, but okay. You love Lace so much. Is that why you're over it? Because she's gone now? Yeah. I was really bummed to see her go. So, like, uh, that's where this this episode, Night Mm -hmm. One, picks up. Lace gets broken up with. And I felt for her so much. Those were genuine tears. Like, she was truly, truly heartbroken by Rodney. I think, obviously, Rodney did the right thing Mm -hmm. by by letting her go and not leading her on. But I don't know. All I thought the whole time when I was watching her sob is, like, make this woman the bachelorette. And it's... (gasps) So that I DM'd her. would be her. such a good season. Like, if they don't do that, which, like, they probably won't because they're stupid and they don't, like, ever take my advice, but yeah. that would revive. I think that's what the franchise needs. Like, you know how I was thinking about, like, they tried to get that revival with Claire. Like, remember when yeah, they said, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they had her come back? That's exactly like, we what wanna, I was thinking. They want to touch base with, like, their OG fans, mm-hmm. like, the people that used to really love the show. So they tried doing it with Claire. They didn't realize Claire was going to leave after, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. So it, they didn't really get that effect that they were looking for. I feel and it was like COVID, Lace, too. Yeah, this well, there, there's like a lot a of things. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of things working against Claire. But, like, with Lace, I feel like you're bringing someone back from Ben Higgins' season. She also was engaged on Paradise in the past. Mm -hmm. And then she had this heartbreak with Rodney. Like, she's so relevant but also has ties to, like, OG fans that maybe are, like, starting to give up on the franchise. So I DM'd her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl, what the hell? You need to be, like, you need to be the Bachelorette. And I'll actually read what she said. Yes, please do. This is exclusive content. Um... But I totally agree. I think she would be so good. And we're also invested in her story. I think that's the problem with these new people. Like, we, like Zach, I'm sure he's great, but like I know literally nothing about that man. So how do you expect me to get excited? She brings up a great point. We're invested in their stories. Uh, you know, if you're, a, if you're the Bachelor producer, and you might think this is a horrible idea, but they, they bring up a good argument. If you're the Bachelor producers and you're like, all right, we, our heyday was five, six years ago. Well, how do we get back to that? Well, let's bring someone back from the heyday. Because that way we might pull in people that stopped watching. Claire might have done that. It's like it's almost like whoever's watching the show now is probably going to watch no matter who they pick, unless it's like Colton. No offense. Uh, uh, track that story. But in this case, it's like, all right, well, you know, this isn't the perfect, you know, you could give Lace credit. She's not the perfect beauty queen who's going to give you all the right answers. She's kind of got like a hybrid of like a Katie Thurston. Uh, who I'm trying to think who else has cried a lot. Uh, not that Katie Thurston has cried a lot, but yeah, I, I mean it in a messy situation where it's going to be a little bit different than your standard, uh, you know, beauty queen Hannah Brown. I did. Yeah, and I don't care. So yeah. I said, can we please get you to be the next batch? She said, I don't know if I could go through that, that exhaustion again. I said, oh, you would be so good. She said, thank you. It would be entertaining. I def put the thought out there for them, but we'll <gasps> see. I said, yes, the only thing working against you is timing since Zach's season's going to air next. But if Bachelorette mm-hmm. was up next, you would be a shoe in So this is what frustrates me. Like, she has the perfect storyline. Like, if Bachelorette was starting right after this, like, she's the yeah. obvious choice. Obviously, there's maybe other people that may get their heart broken later on in the season that yeah. would also be contenders. But she has the perfect exit that, like, if the timing was right, it would be a very obvious choice. But, like... Is this strong enough to last through the entire Zach season? Beat out every Zach girl that gets her heart broken. It depends on how Zach's season goes and how 
the girls are in Zach's season. But if there's no strong contender there, then I think, yeah. I mean, they have pulled randos before, like we've seen. Not randos, but you know what I mean. Claire was really unexpected. Ari was really unexpected. So it's not impossible. I think... Yeah, we have to look at hindsight. Ari and Claire were so unexpected. We just won't know until we really see how Zach's season pans out. And it's hard because I, those people definitely have an advantage because it's just fresh in people's minds. Yeah, like, that's what I think it is. Like, the second... Zach breaks up with someone and, and the girl has a heartbreaking cry. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be like, oh, Julie for Bachelorette. And then yeah. everyone jumps on the bandwagon and I'm going to be sitting there like, no, Lace. Really. <laughs> all right. So you can go check out their full podcast from Jackie and Stephanie's. She's all batch available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also check out their Instagram and YouTube. And yeah, it's an interesting point. Lace, uh, Lace uh, is as much in the running as any other former alumni, but people we haven't even seen yet might Uh, might have a story that's worth telling as well. All right, what do you think? Lace for Bachelorette or no? Let me know what you guys think. And uh, without further ado, on the Dave Neal Show today, we talked about Tom Brady and his divorce from Giselle. Have a listen to that video. We have breaking news. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen officially announced that they are separating and filing for divorce. Rumors have been out there for a while. She's been living in a separate place in uh, Miami, and now they've made it official. I'm going to share his statement, her statement, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll discuss this a little bit. Follow me on Instagram, at Neils. I'll be live on Patreon this morning at 10 a.m. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Oh, you guys know, look, it's no secret I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. I think everyone should be. This guy's defying the laws of aging. Now, I know his team is two and five. They've been on a losing streak, and his personal life has been as well. But he's he's in his mid-40s playing with, with guys that are literally half his age, and he's still crushing it out there. So I think we should all be rooting him on. But, of course, that always comes with a price. You only get so many hours in the day many days in the year so if you're gonna uh, be that dedicated to uh, playing such competitive football you know it's coming at a price right now that price is uh, the cost of his marriage which begs the question what's more important to somebody following your passions or you know investing in your relationship and in most cases people can do both but on such a competitive level uh, clearly it wasn't enough he wasn't able to water those plants at home He said, in recent days, my wife and I finalized our divorce from one another after 13 years of marriage. We arrived at this decision amicably and with gratitude for the time we spent together. We are blessed with beautiful and wonderful children who will continue to be the center of our world in every way. We will continue to work together as parents to always ensure they receive the love and attention they deserve. We arrived at this decision to end our marriage after much consideration. Doing so is, of course, painful and difficult like it is for many people who go through the same thing every day around the world. However, we wish only the best for each other as we pursue whatever new chapters in our life that are yet to be written. And we kindly ask for privacy and respect as we navigate what is to come in the days and weeks ahead. Thank you. Now, of course, he had pledged years ago to retire in his early 40s, probably around the age of 40. Uh, You know, but there's plenty of other people uh, like Bill Belichick, coach of the Patriots, who never thought he'd be coaching in, you know, this late in his life. And it's just a part of their world. It's it's, It's what brings them joy, competing on the field. And, you know, um... Does that mean he he didn't follow through on a promise? Yes, but it's also kind of one of those situations that most people can't quite understand. In most cases, you play until the wheels fall off. You blow out a knee. You're not good enough. The competition level tells you it's no longer time to play. He won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. He's still in, you know, top five, top ten quarterback. Now, obviously, like I said, 
His team's struggling right now, but it's hard to imagine what any of us would do in that same situation. And say he actually did retire. We do know after this past season, he retired for 40 days. Maybe he realized in that time, like, this wasn't enough to save his marriage. And the clock's ticking, you know? It's it's just uh, such an interesting hypothetical. I know when a lot of people have this conversation, there's always going to be, like, a misogynistic viewpoint. Like, oh, she should be grateful, this, that. But, you know, they've both dedicated uh, time, whether it be through his... Um, athletic endeavors or her international modeling career, when you put time and energy into the family, you're taking away from this prime time to uh, grow your business. Now, my thought is you have to have um, a pretty wild ego to choose work over family life uh, when it comes down to like, they've got more money than you could ever imagine, right? That She's worth probably more than him, although his TB12 brand is taking off at a rate that will probably pass her, I'm just guessing, in the next couple of years. Uh, they don't need each other's money. It's nothing about that. In most cases, people get divorced because of financial reasons. It seems in this case, it's because they're so successful that other things have pulled them away from maybe what drew, drew them together in the first place. Uh, Every news organization is reporting this. Tom Brady fell two games below 500 for the first time in his career last night, and now his marriage is ending. The, Tom, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback posted a message, so we just read that message. TMZ initially reported that the two had been working with a mediator and had settled on the custody of the children and the couple's properties, which, by the way, is always good. Whenever it gets to like the actual judges and like lawyers in courtrooms, everybody loses except the lawyers. Lawyers always make the money, so good for them to work this out privately. A source told People Magazine that the couple agreed to joint custody of the children. The settlement has all worked out. They've been working on the terms this whole time. They agreed to joint custody of the kids. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a scenario where he's an absentee father. I've always said this. I've always said this. How many people have blue-collar jobs, you know, guys that have to work 40, 50 hours a week, women too, have a side job delivering Postmates just to get by? You know, we live in this late-stage capitalistic world where so many people have tough jobs that Tom Brady, you know, he doesn't really get to see his family for five, six months out of the year. And I know he and others have compared uh, being in the NFL to like time served in the military, which of course, um, nothing that they're doing on the football field compares to actual war, to actual battle, to actually putting your life on the line. But they do put their bodies on the line. There are so many people that uh, are suffering from CTE, which is a disease that a lot of times you don't realize till years after you're done playing. Um, so many uh, unfortunate stories have come out about uh, how, how it has led to rage, anxiety, uh, headaches, depression, suicidal thoughts. So many different issues can come from playing such a violent sport that you can understand that Giselle kind of didn't want him to expose himself and not, and not be there for his kids. But at the same time, if he's going to play, he's going to play. Nobody, the, the, one of the reasons Tom Brady has played as long as he has played, it's not because he's any tougher than anybody else. He's learned how to take a hit. He's learned how to know when to duck and juke and dive out of the way. And I mean, yesterday he set the record for the most sacks ever by a quarterback. And part of that's because he knows when to go down. He knows when, maybe not down on his lady, uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll always help a relationship. But he's known when to, uh, you know, we digress here. He's known when to go, uh, you know, how to, how to, how, you know, take a fall. I mean, running backs, you know, uh, wide receivers, cornerbacks, they're, they're the ones doing explosive head traumatic hits. You look at Antonio Brown, who played with Tom Brady a couple years ago. Uh, a lot of people say he was never the same after, after one hit, one traumatic concussion. And they say he was never the same after that. And of course he's got definite, um, uh, mental problems from the, uh, the, 
from his playing days that have led to him literally irrationally quitting during the game, posting wild things about Tom Brady. We can actually go to that right now. It's because it's, 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 it's hard enough to probably have to go through a divorce. I can't imagine. But then to think that you've got fan bases uh, that don't uh, that that are looking for fodder for heckling you. When I personally believe Tom Brady's done nothing, and again, I don't need, I don't mean to be a huge Tom Brady homer, but he's really done nothing but promote uh, the four agreements. You know, speaking kindly to others. And what happens? Antonio Brown posts this. Uh, which is a photo of Giselle hugging Antonio. As we know, when Antonio Brown won the Super Bowl, uh, I'm sorry, I don't think he won with the Patriots. No, he won with the Bucks. But when he was with the Patriots, Tom Brady let Antonio Brown stay at their home. It, all these little things that bleed uh, Tom Brady's personal life into his professional life just make you wonder if any of these um, you know, things went too far and, uh, and you know, uh, could, could they have been part of the downfall. Let's see if Giselle has posted anything right here. Um, I don't know. Is this a new photo? This is Giselle posting this 12 weeks ago. Happy birthday to one of the most focused, disciplined, and fashionable persons I know. Tom, you are so loved, and we are always here cheering for you and wishing you all the most wonderful things in life. So there it is. So there it is. Um, Just 12 weeks ago. So it's got to be a lot of pain. Got to be a lot of pain. I don't see any other statements. Let's see if she posted one. Here she is. With much gratitude for our time together, Tom and I have amicably finalized our divorce. My priority has always been and will continue to be our children, whom I love with all my heart. We will continue co-parenting to give them the love, care, and attention they greatly deserve. The decision to end a marriage is never easy, but we have grown apart. And while it is, of course, difficult to go through something like this, I feel blessed for the time we had together and only wish the best for Tom always. I kindly ask that our privacy be respected during this sensitive time. Thank Thank you, Giselle. Uh, and as we know, Tom actually took, what, 12 days off of training camp, maybe a little bit more, uh, off of training camp to be with his family, and no one exactly knew uh, why that was. There's See, there's Giselle with 20 million followers, and let's Tom Brady here, because she's got a global following, whereas his is more domestic, and he's at 12 million. So it just goes to show how big she is globally. I wanted to share this one last clip. This was from a decade ago. Giselle went on a Super Bowl rant after getting heckled by a Giants uh, fan in an, uh, I guess, waiting for an elevator here. Have a watch. So she said, if, if you couldn't hear that, he, he can't catch the ball and throw the ball. My husband can't throw the ball and catch the ball at the same effing time. So <laughs> she's a, she's a ride or die. You know, she's been there supporting him in their greatest moments and then also in their darkest moments but of course at the same time there are no uh there are no uh you know uh, guilty parties here they they you know she wanted something out of him he couldn't provide and he's following his path god knows if he uh uh didn't do what his heart wanted him to do then he would just be a bitter guy and then that would lead to a divorce in a different way so uh you know we you know say nobody wins here but they're both multi multi multi-millionaires if not you know, pushing billionaire status at this point. What's the difference, right? And uh, they'll be just fine. But it'll be interesting to see how Tom plays out his remaining time. And it, we'll see. You know, he, he said the other day, "I'm not quitting midseason. No retirement in future." And then, um, and then there's uh, Giselle there uh, on TMZ. She was um, uh, hiring a spiritual leader to, uh, you know, um, uh, spread a uh, light sage around uh, her car and all the uh, all the funky things you do when you have a lot of money. All right, folks. Well, that's our update on Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin. They are no more. So uh, we'll see. Uh, boy, ladies. 
We got a single bachelor out there, the greatest football player of all time. Start sliding into his DMs. Well, thanks so much again, everybody, for checking out this podcast. We will be launching full-time November 1st. Let me know how it sounded and if there's anything I can do to make this better. Feel free to DM me on Instagram, at dneals. All right, have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye now. We're moving in a new direction, moving forward, and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com.